You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Resurrection After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Resurrection After Show. Welcome back, viewers. It is Resurrection here at AfterBuzz TV. We're talking episode 107, Schemes of the Devil. The Devil. The Devil. We're coming into your home, much like this song is coming home. Yeah. So beautiful. So so beautiful. So sweet. I love this song. Um, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Joining me on tonight's panel is the ever-talented Mr. Matthew Lieberman. Hello, hello. I'm I'm so glad that we're back. We weren't here last week, and I was really bummed about yeah, it. Yeah, we were off for Easter, yeah. which I was confused by. I get that this is a, there's a religious uh, audience for this show, right? But this show seems like the exact show the that should be airing show during watch Easter. On Easter, it's about it's a day about resurrection. Exactly, people. It's it's honestly it's just it's poor, it's a poor programming decision. <laughs> Although I, I then again with like you know the whole uh, Rachel getting shot. And then coming back, maybe that wouldn't have played really well on Easter, and that was the whole point. You know what I mean? She didn't wait three days. You're supposed to wait three days. That's what the rules say. See, you got to do it by the book, and when the book is the Bible, you really got to do it by the book. (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, one Um, guy who in in Resurrection was, uh, as we got to know him a little bit more, is uh, very much trying to play by the book, by the Bible, and this one, that's Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, who at the very tail end of last week, we saw him kidnap Rachel. Right. And we were all like, oh, snap. And uh, the guy is clearly unraveling. He has a drinking problem. He has a drinking problem. We meet his wife in this one. And she's very clear in the fact that he has been, uh, I don't know if he was abusive or anything, but they needed counseling that Pastor Tom attempted to help with. Right. Um, But he couldn't. So Yeah. Even Pastor Tom's like... Both people need to be part of a relationship. Exactly. There's some things that even counseling can't help, and this guy is is clearly deeply troubled. Um, he's a very religious guy, and the the implications of these people walking around, frankly, terrify him. And I I don't blame him in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why that would be terrifying. It's it's something you cannot explain, yeah. and that I think is more frightening than anything in the world. Especially- I, I mean, that's what they say. It's a, what humans are most frightened of. What frightened of what they cannot understand. Exactly. And so where we catch up with them, mm-hmm. um, with Rachel and Gary and his two buddies, who he conned into doing this with him, um, Carl the cop. Yeah, um, poor dumb Carl. I didn't catch the other guy's name. Uh, I think we met him a few weeks ago. But, yeah, an older gentleman. Yeah. Um, the, even uh, they've got her tied up in this cabin in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. just yelling at her. Just wait. They want answers. Right. Well, it, the big issue here is that Fred had told uh, Gary that Jacob sensed Caleb. 
Uh, so now Gary wants to apply this principle by force right. to Rachel, which is, you know, really unfair. Really unfair. And one of the interesting things that I feel like we could easily gloss over here is she says, I'm dying of thirst and I'm really hungry. And he says, we've given you food. We've given you water. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we could just take that to mean, okay, you know, she uh, – they aren't giving her enough food and water, but we have to remember that the returned have massive appetites. Yes, um, it, it, they could have given her like a normal day's worth of food, and yeah. she's—that's nothing to her. As we see from what Jacob eats, what Kate, the way Caleb ate, yeah, they—they their metabolism is to a rate is at a rate that nobody else can. It's off the charts, incomparable it's to normal humans. Charts. And I mean, part of what I think Gary is latching onto is just that it's what. He's trying to find an answer. Mm -hmm. And for him, the idea that these people could be from the devil, because the devil, like, the devil hides things, hides in things that you want. He hides, he gives you what you want to then come in the back door and stab you in the back. Um, And that's, that's the way he sees Rachel. And he's, he's demanding answers. Mm -hmm. Like, he wants, to know what's going on, and yeah. we, are there ca- other are there other returned out there? What exactly are you? He wants exactly. To, he just he needs to know something. It's far bigger than he could possibly comprehend. Yeah, and Tom is just super worried at this point. Oh, absolutely. He, he's running around with. He's gone. He goes to Marty first. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know where she is. She 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 didn't take any of her stuff. They go check out her room. Like clearly, she didn't just walk away. She didn't just like pack up her things and go to find right. her family she left either in a hurry or or she was snatched know, she and was snatched. and and thank goodness you know gary was as predictable well yeah predict not just predictable but like dumb as he was he he wasn't uh careful about the details he left his truck at the church. Yep. If he didn't pay, if he had paid attention to detail and had figured, you know, maybe I should leave my truck somewhere else, then we might not have been able to get there in time and both Fred and Rachel could be dead. Well, they already expected, uh, they, they already suspected him. Yeah. Because as, as Tom was saying, there's, there were so many angry people at the church mm-hmm. when Gary was like, Gary was the most vocal of them, except maybe Helen. Right. Um, which, I'm glad she wasn't back because I just want to punch her. Right. See now that's face. that's something curious. Is what if Helen was at that cabin? What would she have done? Would she have gone so far as to kill? I would say it's no. Very interesting to me. Like she's a she's a busybody. She might have let him kill her, but I don't think that she would have had the guts to do it herself. I you know I agree. I mean? She's Helen doesn't strike me as the violent type. Mm-hmm. She's the the town gossip, the one who loves to be the center of attention in this like tiny little community yeah. and will stir the pot as she sees fit. Exactly. She's not the pot. She's the pot stirrer, she's not the flame. Okay? Yeah. She's a spoon. Or rather, she's the the person she's trying to stop the spoon from stirring the pot. She wants the soup to stay uh, she say wants stagnant. Yes, she would like a stagnant soup that does not reduce in any way. No spiciness. Nope. No, no surprises. Nothing too salty. She would like a nice bland broth, the same that it was when she was a girl. Yes, as long as she's the one who decides how it tastes. We've anyway, gone way farther. Way this far away. Metaphor. But um, yeah, the other guys—they're not into it, and uh, they leave. And I felt so terrified for Rachel. 
you know, she hears them go and she's like, oh, God, please don't leave me. And I'm like, oh, what is this guy going to do to her? I mean, there's all there's all level of terrible things he could do to her while mm-hmm. she's in this cabin. It's it's scary. Right. And we're, we feel scared for her. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Tom is trying is they've, they've gone to Jacob now because they, yeah. they, they had the same thought. Maybe we can find her with Jacob. Mm-hmm. I think Jacob was lying, though, too. I think I don't think it's. To me, it's not a lie. He was not telling the truth, but he was afraid. He flat out said he was yes. afraid. He yes. didn't want to do it. I think I think that he's so young, he doesn't know how to process the extra gifts that he has. Okay. He can't can really that. express them in any kind of external way. It's so much information, so much stimulus that... It's difficult to articulate in in a, perhaps and maybe I'm speaking out of school in a way that when uh, you have Asperger's or you're on the autistic spectrum, uh, social cues aren't necessarily easily processed and and the way that your brain works isn't necessarily uh, digestible to us. Well, the way I sort of in the way that any conventional superhero story where a kid has the powers at a young age or something like that. They have the powers. Yeah. They don't necessarily know how to use them. They don't know what... They they use them on instinct or anything. Harry Potter can use magic. He doesn't understand what he's doing. Right. Um, And Jacob, he sensed him. At that moment, he knew how he did it. He didn't know that he was at that moment channeling Rachel, which he totally was because we see him like with his hands behind his back. Why were they behind his back? Right. And they were tapping. uh, They're frantically tapping out a message almost or clenching and unclenching. And then we cut back to Rachel and she's doing the exact same same thing she well she's trying to get out mm. of the oh she's struggling she's trying okay. to get out of the rope See, and that's I jacob's trying to i thought it was just i think she was just kind I of think you're fidgeting right. i think you're like right. she's trying to get out and jacob's just mimicking it with his hands mm-hmm. with it without realizing what he's doing it must be something like when the returned are thinking about another returned they form an like or more fully connect that psychic, uh, a psychic connection of some mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. Um, that so he started to because he was thinking about Rachel being asked to think about her. He right. clearly knew who she was. Right. Tom reminds him that they all were like, but the three of them were like best friends. Right. It, well, here's something interesting, and and this is where we get into kind of the big ideas portion of the show. Are their bodies real? Are their bodies real? I mean, they look real. They feel real. You know, they sound and smell and probably taste real, but, but no, no, no. but, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but Caleb's blood disappearing when the rest of his body disappeared, even though it had been removed from his body speaks to the, speaks to the theory in my head that maybe their bodies don't actually exist at all, aren't made of anything. When they cease to exist, when they cease to be, they simply cease to be. Uh, which, if they were real, physics would not allow that to happen. Yes. Okay. Um, so here's here's the interesting thing: if Jacob uh, trying to find or think about Rachel causes him to exhibit some of her behavior, perhaps you know it's almost like looking into another one of these. Let's just call them vessels, not even bodies. Mm-hmm. But you know, if they are just souls that are plugged into some kind of vessels. Well, it's interesting because uh, 
people when people talk about the soul yeah you often think of it as the soul is not tied to the body when you die the soul leaves the body then the body was just the physical like almost like a uh a voltron type thing that the soul just like all right i'm gonna control this for a while and right. then it, when it starts no, they were failing in the lions and voltron they were inside the lion. Exactly. Like, the soul is inside okay. controlling the human body. Okay. You All see right. what I'm getting yeah, at now? I, I, I get it now. I thought you were doing something like, you know... Uh like you, I'm not they, suggesting they all combine to form a mega right. return. Okay. It's However... Not, all right. No, I'm not going to get No, it's not like that. a real steel kind of thing where you're controlling it remotely with your motions. No, 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 okay. no. Okay. Like the soul, the soul's inside of us, right? And it's but when then when the body expires, mm-hmm. it needs to go elsewhere, right? And so, what if there was a backup, okay, or a second backup? Yeah, as we find Rachel has exactly. If well, there's just like a pool of energy that's creating these bodies and keeping them animated and keeping them on the planet, mm-hmm. you know, then uh, I I feel like anyone who's in the queue who's already who's already on the planet, if their body expires, if there's enough energy, they just re- respawn, as it were. And it just raises the question as to why each of these people are back. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's as we get, as now we're going to see more of them coming right. back, as Caleb predicted for, or foreshadowed for us, we will, maybe we'll get a little bit more of a clue as to why these particular people mm-hmm. came back. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Sure. Um, we've got Rachel still holed up still in, in the cabin. Um, Tom and Agent Bellamy confront Fred about it. Mm-hmm. They, they want him to help. They don't have any evidence. I feel like there's enough evidence. <laughs> Right, like the missing truck, the disappearance, the drinking problem, the motive. They're not asking him to press charges. Right, just They're just like, I think she's missing. I'd like to file a missing right. persons report. She has been missing for 24 hours. Like, yeah. that's, that's allowed. That's enough that, like, the cops should be all over it. And mm-hmm. that's when uh carl who had they well we didn't talk about but they but him and the other guy were right, just they like left. they washed their hands of it they, mm-hmm. as soon as they see that this is not just that be this is going beyond just trying to scare her mm-hmm. into helping that she doesn't know anything they are out and they leave gary to it which is really anything that goes on beyond there they're still they're in still my mind liable. they're still completely liable. not just a legal standpoint but right. they they have they're left him alone knowing that he is drinking he is he unstable is violent. and he is armed yes yes they they should have immediately gone right. to fred and, carl, and fred totally sees it in an instant as yep. carl comes in late you know obviously shaken and rather than tell agent bellamy and tom he goes in and tries to take care of it himself which i mean Badass Fred slamming him up against the lockers like that. But, you know, get some backup, for God's sake. Yeah, I think he just, he imagines he's just going to find Gary. I don't think he expected him to be armed, necessarily. Mm-hmm. He just expected to find him. You and expect then... someone to be a, an unarmed kidnapper? Um... I think he just figured he knew him. Right. He could talk. I mean, that's what he says. He right. Says, he says, I thought I could talk him down. Yeah. I thought I could make him let him um, go. Yeah, but so uh, when he sees Carl, he just instantly knows. Yeah. And that was like, I guess, he knows Carl is friends with Gary. Mm-hmm. And that, like, it, there's enough reason to suspect at this point. And when he sees Carl, he's like, all right, something's up. Um, and I think he figures if he can 
I think once he gets there, once that whole stand-up's going, I think what he's thinking on the way there is, if I can get there, if I can talk him down, I can keep this from being a thing. Mm -hmm. I can keep it from getting out into the public. Rachel doesn't have to tell anybody about this, and we don't have to have more problems. Because he's already had a lot of problems with dealing with Caleb, dealing with just people's questions about this whole thing. The man is just exhausted. He's He's at wit's end. You know, and all the ways with a lot. Yeah. All the ways this has shaken up his family. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's tough for him to deal. I think he, he really wishes he could just wash his hands of this whole thing. Yeah. As we saw when he was talking with, um, with Henry at the, earlier on the episode, he says to, he, Fred is still not on board. Like, you think this is really your Jacob? Yeah. And Henry's fully on board at this point. Like the, the thought of losing him. Sort of drove him to the point where it's like, no, the, I that feeling of I can't, I'm so scared to lose this kid, felt real. That was a father's right. fear. So even if this kid isn't real, he's real to me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's like even if I think it's more of like even if because he's there. Right. As far as they can, they can tell, he's a person that exists. Yeah. I think it's more of the along lines of it may not be my original son, but whether he's adopted or not, or an alien, or wherever he came from, I am going to take care of him. Right. He's filled my my home with life again. Exactly. But, uh, you know, Fred doesn't tell anyone. He goes he goes to the cabin, uh, and when he gets there, you know, he is uh, relatively quickly disarmed. He goes and he goes and free he goes and frees uh, Rachel, and then Gary pulls a gun on him. He has to let go of his peace, and things get real, real, real yeah, quick. Yeah, and I think even at that point, Fred is still thinking he can talk yeah. him down. But wait, even before that, we got to talk about what happens when... Oh, my God. Yes, so yes. Gary finally unsheathes his knife, and uh, he squares off with Rachel. Uh, I say squares off as if she could fight. She's tied to a chair. <laughs> but, uh, but we don't know what she can do. Right, so she brings up a very good, very relevant point. What if... So what you think I'm from the devil or yeah. I'm the devil. Why do you really think what do you, what do what you if think a knife right? can do to me? Yeah. yeah. What like you really think I come from the devil? What if you're right? Do you think that I can be hurt? <sighs> exactly. Now, later of course she says that she was just trying to get him to leave her alone. Which totally makes sense and we don't really right. know Rachel well enough. She may be that badass where she she's just like instantly can flip on like she knows what she needs to do to convince him to let her go right and she just could she just lays it on thick yeah heavy acting bug but if if what if she's not lying there what if that's really what if she's talking from a place of truth about that she says do you really think you can hurt me she just she looked incredibly assured when she was laying all this out now i know that it was a threat and threats can be empty but we have nothing uh, – There's there has been nothing so far to lead us to believe that Rachel is a good enough actress to sell the level yes. of menace behind her words. Exactly. I am something you will never understand mm-hmm. is what she said. I'm something you will never understand. I will haunt you. Uh, you will see me in your dreams or I will, or I will be in your nightmares. Basically – now we don't know if she's from the devil. I don't think that she is. I don't think this is as cl- this is like it's the uh, the fallen angel right. Lucifer it's, who it's, is unleashing the return upon the world. It's not clear what she came from though could have a devilish purpose. Sure, to it some kind of nefarious plot 
to I, who knows what. Well, honestly, it could also it could be the other end of the spectrum. It could be you know the the archangel Michael giving a a I've thrown this out before you know that we're being tested, mm-hmm. testing the human race and deciding if they're worth if they're worth uh, keeping because of what they've done to the planet. Yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting thought. I mean, even because the river is a major theme, mm-hmm. we, we could get, like, a, a weird happening-type deal. If you remember the uh, that M. Night Shyamalan movie, where the Earth is reacting to what we've done to it. Right. And because these people have, up until this point at least, all been, their bodies have been in contact with the river, has been in contact with nature and then spit back out with this crazy mathematical formula that is, is a constant throughout mm-hmm. each one. It's, I, there's something, there's some force that is testing. I, I like the idea that it's testing us. Right? It, it also just feels unique. Yes. I've, I've, we've never come across something like that. Well... God, the devil, and Bob. Sure, but we're we're not we're not including. Uh, <laughs> if anybody remembers comedies. that old animated NBC sitcom, yeah, we're not including comedies. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Unfortunately, of course, uh, the situation escalates to a point that it cannot be controlled. He does cut her, and she does bleed. Mm-hmm. So we know, blood. okay, at the very least, these bodies operate like bodies. She acts like she's hurt, or at least shocked. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know you thought she was going to suddenly be healed by the time everybody else got there. That's what I thought. We know that they do have some extraordinary healing abilities, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get into in just a minute um, when we talk about Maggie and Ward. But the, uh, during the standoff, it all goes to hell when Bellamy and Tom show up. Yes. And as they as they gesture at each other and they, Marty says, drop it, or I'm going to have to take you down. I don't want to do that. Eventually, Rachel tries to get away winds up getting, getting shot in the chest. She falls to the ground, dead, Pastor Tom in tears. Great performances all around. Yes, it was a fantastic performance from uh, Mr. Hildreth, and um, I, and uh, I'm sorry, I don't have the guy's name, like Gary, on me, but he did a great job. At that moment where he's, I'm so sorry, Fred, I didn't, he clearly, like, mm-hmm. that is remorse. That is true remorse. Yeah. Because he didn't want to hurt anybody. He just wanted answers. He wanted to know where Caleb went. He wanted to get back at the man who had killed his cousin. Yeah. It's really where all this came from. That's where all of it came from. It wasn't about murdering. And also, on some level, I feel like he thought that if he shot her, like, nothing would happen. Like, that's kind of like the last thing when he's pointing a gun at her and he's like, like, I don't care if she dies. It's because she's already dead. This probably won't kill her. It'll just expose her as a demon spawn. And then when, you know, bullet goes into body, body starts bleeding, body dies, you realize what you did. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he, he can see the consequences of his actions coming at him in that moment. Right. Now, uh, meanwhile, or later on, uh, Fred returns to the police station and everybody, everything stops for just a moment because everyone knows how badly he screwed up. He tries to, he tried to explain to to Agent Bellamy, and uh, he just quietly is just like, yeah, yeah, like it. Not necessarily. It didn't feel like outright judgment. Like sometimes things go bad, but he knows he knows that Fred screwed up. Yeah, he should have hit, he should have taken backup. Fred knows he should have taken backup. Yeah. He and just... that Agent Bellamy should have been the backup. That. He should have been 
he should have been open and honest with Agent Bellamy when uh, when he knew that it, Carl was involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's big screw it's up. one of those things, and although he may get some t- some uh, a chance at some penance, um, yeah. but what was it, what, uh, there's more to the science of all this going on because like we see so we saw a little bit more of like the body can get shot the body can die mm-hmm. and we but now we find through dr eric ward's research that their blood jacob's blood can cure, cure cancer. cancer the white cells in his blood can cure cancer because uh dr eric ward has leukemia and he tested uh jacob's blood on his own cells and the leukemia went away. Yeah, she keeps telling him, where did you get leukemia blood? Right. Where did you get leukemia blood? And that's when I thought the reveal was going to be that he was some kind of government scientist. Yeah, I was thinking that, too, that he had, like, some vault of all the disease, all these cancerous diseases. That's just because we watch Helix, and they yeah. did that on Helix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no magic burner for this one. No. Um, no, but he just has... He's sick. Yeah. Um, and now he see This is now... I'm afraid of him now, because... The fact that Jacob has the potential to cure him makes him a very scary villain. Mm-hmm. He works for the government. He has per- uh, a huge amount of personal gain to have. Although if he dies, just go die in the river and then you'll be right. fine, I guess. Right. <laughs> but yeah, there's a deep level of personal investment in getting this re- research off the ground, yes. in controlling the flow of returned blood. And with this twist... Mm-hmm. I think he sees, like, this is how I can get Maggie to come with me. Because clearly he still has a thing for her. Oh, absolutely. And he's like, there's oh, no time to waste. Remembers. I'll yeah. get, get your boots and your coat. We're running off to Atlanta. Or where did they Maryland. go? Maryland. Atlanta. I don't know, somewhere. They're not going to Hotlanta. They're going to Maryland. They're going to have crab cakes and they're do all, do cancer research. And be on the forefront of curing the human race of cancer. Exactly. Which, I mean, is an amazing thing. But we shouldn't be strapping... We shouldn't, A, we shouldn't be strapping returned to chairs and, and stealing all of their miraculous blood. Yeah. Okay. But it does raise a question, though. If if Jacob's blood mm-hmm. could save millions of people from dying of cancer, right? to what extent does... Ooh, that's a great moral there's question. A, there's a huge moral question behind that. Yeah. Because, like, you really subject this kid to all sorts... And this is a... Right. A, but that's the thing is that kid is technically dead. He's legally dead. So on some level, there is someone who's going to say, these are dead people who can save living people. They don't, they've already lived their lives. Some of them threw them away. They don't deserve freedom. Let's use them to preserve the people who are still alive, mm-hmm. who haven't already died. There's someone who's definitely going to feel that way. Um, and I know that that's the wrong perspective, but on some level, I understand it. It's it's one of those things about medical uh, medical research that mm-hmm. what at what point does a risk a risky test and that might hurt the person who you're testing it on? Where does the the bad of that outweigh the benefit of saving potentially thousands or millions of people? Right, and it's a it's a line that I think a lot of researchers have to walk. And here's another fascinating question, because we, in this story, discover that Caleb's blood completely disappeared. Gone. It's gone. So what happens if you inject someone with the blood of a returned, and that return Ooh. disappears, Do just like disappear. Caleb? 
Uh, all your blood's gone. <laughs> right. Uh, is all your blood gone? Do you die? Does the cancer reappear? What happens? We don't know. We also don't know if injecting someone with a dead, alive person's blood, you know, it, it worked on a blood sample, but when it's being processed by a, a living human body, yeah. can they remain alive? Like, what what happens to them? There Does are it a lot increase of their metabolism to the rate of the return? Mm-hmm. Does, uh, what we need to find out more about what the returned are before we can right. really find out what those implications are. Right. Um, and then also, Caleb's blood re- disappearing gave me kind of an epiphany in terms of why he may have disappeared at all. Like, that... Uh, all of these people who are returning maybe were given a gift, were given the second chance. And when he was captured, when he did something wrong and then was put in jail, he can no longer serve a purpose and he has betrayed whoever gave him the, you know, the opportunity to come back. So his permission was revoked, so to speak. Well, the thing is that like the moment that he, he was already in jail and yeah. I guess he was feeling like a little bit, sick mm-hmm. but like the real where it really turned was when elaine came and saw him and said i gave back the money or what he found out right that she gave back the money and that all of what he had come back and done was for nothing and it, and at, it was at that point where he had like failed to re um connect with his daughter and she hated him and she right. was very clear like i hate you that was when he disappeared what if when you die, whatever your last wish or desire or thought is, when you come back, you're giving a second chance at that purpose. And if you don't accomplish that purpose or you no longer can, then your time is up. It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's like it, vague. I know it raises so many. It raises questions that, like, because of who we're seeing coming back, mm-hmm. I. I have, I mean, there's, there's more people coming back now right. and raising the question of like that any one blanket reason could even apply. Hmm. Um, there could be specific reasons for each one. There could be, I feel like there's so many people, they can't all have died in the river. They can't, right? Um, well, we'll, I mean, t- we'll, we'll get into okay. that later. Okay. I have some theories about, that. but for now, let's, let's take a little break okay. and, uh, let's talk about iTunes. Let's. As- as we often do. Mm-hmm. Hello, Internet. Hello, Web. Um, everyone out there, you've heard it from us uh, plenty of times before, but it doesn't change how important it is to us, to the network, to this podcast, to every podcast here at AfterBuzz TV, that you go onto iTunes, you go onto YouTube, you go onto however you're getting this podcast, and rate and comment and let us know what you think. Yeah. It's go onto iTunes. If you when you leave a comment for us, it doesn't just help. It doesn't help us feel good about our days. It does. It does. It does help us feel. If I light up when but I that's see not the review. only thing. Yeah, it's it's fun, but it it raises the uh, how can I put this the the credibility yeah. of the network as a whole. It makes it shows that the it shows the creative people behind these shows how good we are, how good we're doing, yeah. how good the network's doing helps keep the lights on at this at, at our studios. Right, because uh, you know whatever attention we receive, the more positive uh, we we are, you know, on iTunes, on YouTube, the more people who download the podcast, the more people who are talking about it in a positive way. It directly affects who we're able to get on the show. It defa- it directly affects whether or not we're able to get set visits, interviews. It's a big deal, and it's also. 
you know, incredibly helpful to our wonderful production staff. We have intrepid engineers who work 70, 80 hour weeks to get you all this crazy content. Over 70 shows a week it's that you crazy. guys get for free. For free. It's huge. And it, it legitimately helps keep the lights on. It's how we get sponsors, which is the biggest deal in the world because that's mm-hmm. how we keep our lights on. So please, please, please go to iTunes, go to YouTube, you know, make your love known after buzz tv needs your help it really does help and you know what it helped us get yes was um he we we announced a little bit this week but it is uh it's gonna happen next week we had to postpone but mark hildreth aka pastor tom will be joining us in studio next week uh for the finale wrap-up show which is fantastic and- i i'm really excited to meet him mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so um, I'm sure you're you're gonna just grill, grill, grill him about you know. Tell me all two. the answers you yeah. know. You have a direct channel to God, mm-hmm. Pastor. Exactly. I hope you use that line. It's a good line. I should. Yeah, I, I'm gonna write. write yeah, write down. that one down. Pastor, direct, direct line, line to to God, God, G dash okay. D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so let's, let's talk about Jacob. Yes. Let's get back into it. Cause Jacob starts off in the park and I mean, Jacob's been our main focus. He's been our window into a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And we see him. He finally seems to be making a friend in the park in this, in the form of this little girl in yeah, yellow Jenny. Jenny, which like seemed a little, just a little off from dress choice. It seemed. Well, yeah, there was something when I saw the dress, I was, I was started thinking like, like that's huh. not really time appropriate. But, but okay. Yeah. You know, people and, still dress like right. that occasionally. So then when, uh, when I'm blanking on, on Jacob's mother's name and I'm so sorry. Uh, when, when Lucille, Francis, when Lucille, Francis Fisher, Lucille, uh, calls him over to, to take him back to Agent Bellamy so that they can, uh, grill him about where Rachel is. He whispers, in Jenny's ear. Much the way Caleb whispered in his ear. Exactly. At which, that same fence. Mm-hmm. Or all, the same park. Exactly. All kinds of suspicious. And then, you know, uh, Lucille looks around the park. She like she gets Jacob. She looks at Jenny. She looks around the park. She doesn't see anyone who could be Jenny's mother. Who is she? Well, she sees a, a middle-aged woman on the other side of the fence. Well, at first there's no one. Then that middle-aged woman appears almost out of nowhere like she just showed up and it just felt odd it yes. felt wrong somehow uh so it was great seeing that pay off later in the episode when uh jenny and her parents are new returned we got a bunch oh, of new man returned. yeah a ton um but jacob's story like uh, to get through it real quick but yeah. like jacob um like he throws a like they, they take him home and they don't want to let him go i think uh, Henry and Lucille are very afraid that he's just going to vanish. Exactly. At this point. Like it's they, their worst fear. Yeah. And this is not just like a parent's fear of like the child could just wander away or get kidnapped. This is like they could just be playing with him, building their puzzle or whatever, and he could just flash. Vanish. And be gone. Forever. And Because they they have no way of knowing, which mm-hmm. is, is a parent's worst nightmare, but amplified to an to the nth degree. Um, And then, of course, she goes upstairs. Yeah. And Jacob's gone. Yeah, which... After he throws this that tantrum about not being let out. Mm-hmm. Terror. So she and Henry rush over to uh, to the playground, to the park, because that's where they think he'll be. They find his bike, and they call for him, call out for him. You know, where are you? Where are you? And then all of a sudden, he comes out of the woods. He just wanted to bring food to his friend and her family. 
and they step out and they're like this 1940s maybe yeah that's a that's a i, I had trouble putting a, a a number on exactly when but i think 30s 40s i feel like mid to late 40s like like post world war ii that's what it seemed post like to me maybe i was thinking i guess the yellow would have been the yellow screams 50s like jenny's dress okay. sort of screams 50s uh, either way, I'm sure we'll either get a way. little bit more information. But, but either way, not the, from this time. Right. They're the they first are, of many. They are frightened. Yeah. Clearly, they, they don't know who to trust. They don't know what to do. And we're not sure. For a moment, I actually thought Jenny was going to not be there. Like, right. Lucia was going to be like, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't you that see my friend? Second. Yeah. Um, but and then, he's just seeing all these souls. But uh, here's the interesting thing about these new returned, right? Uh, they are all coming to Arcadia... They don't seem to have followed the uh, the algorithm that we got for the original. Well, no, but we well we haven't found that out yet because right. uh, so far they all are um, they've all come back to Arcadia, right? Uh, but they all seem to be it's their home. The the uh, the vet uh, who was in he uh, he died in Korea. Mm-hmm. We basically are. But Explain. that's but that's what I'm saying is like he walks into uh he walks into the bar uh and he just says this isn't Korea which you know beg- to me says that he hasn't been awake long like not long enough to travel all of the distance he would have to travel to get back to Arcadia someone would have answered these questions but if what if he was at, his ashes were sprinkled in the river the same way that Caleb was. Hmm. That's what I. That's what I was assuming that he was brought back here. I'm trying to find my notes. No, I'm on saying the... when he awoke, when he returned, that he returned directly to Arcadia and not to somewhere else and traveled to Arcadia. To me, uh, the there everyone who has come back, their lack of knowledge about anything in the period um, and how disoriented they are speaks to me that they somehow just directly showed up in, in in Arcadia. I could be completely wrong. It's just how it reads to me right now. It'll be interesting to get a little bit more information. And if, if the point three eight theory holds up, mm-hmm. um, with three like three people is a pattern, not a coincidence. Right. So I have to assume there is some sort of context to that. Um, but, like, we're in the police station when we first start to hear about it. Like, we get Jenny and the family, but... First, the this right. guy wanders in, and like he looks like he's from the sixties. He's got mm-hmm. a little, he's got his thin little tie on, and he just sort of wanders in. Like, I, I think I'm in the wrong place. I don't know how they got the street paved so quick. Mm-hmm. He's so confused. He sees this little glowy screensaver on the computer. What's, what is that thing? Yeah, and then he just, I need to sit down. That's got to be terrifying. That's the that's the the look that I was l- waiting for from Jacob. Like mm-hmm. Jacob was very comfortable exactly. with like the phone. He was phone. so comfortable with the phone and the playing the Donkey Kong I, that he fit Donkey Kong on a phone, and that when you touch it, it works. Yeah, like that's crazy. I that, that yeah, Jacob was a little bit too quick to mm-hmm. uh to I had a absorb thought it about the point three eight theory. Yeah, yeah. What if? That was the constant of all of the people that they sent down first, but they were almost acting as a beacon. Like they all returned Ooh. to Arcadia and somehow whatever this energy force is used them 
to hone in, home in on exactly where they wanted to, to get set them, up shop. I mean, like uh, triangulating a exactly, signal. Exactly, like triangulating Ooh. a signal. Like if there were enough Ooh. people that it like surrounded globally, surrounded Arcadia in kind of a perfect circle. And well, just once they all get home, mm-hmm. if like these are the people that are coming back are all somehow connected to Arcadia yeah. for whatever reason, maybe it's just a test town. Like it's like how Google tests Google Fiber on certain exactly. little communities. They're like, we're gonna test sending people back in this small town in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere, and if it works, maybe we'll go wider with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, yeah, I like, I love that idea. Yeah, that they just that when the three of them they're got back to the town, the now signal. they're like, okay, we've got it lined up and. Enter mm-hmm. and then the they drop hundreds of returned on us. Hundreds of returned. The, the town fo- is flooded, and the I c- phones are going yeah. nuts. There's people yelling, "You're in my house!" There's mm-hmm. somebody like just was like he was waiting for me when they got home. The secretary rushes off. My sister's back. Oh and my god! We close in on Fred, and he's having like he's it's like that circle thing where he just there's so much going on he can't even process it. But at the same time. He he goes so far to dare to hope, and he says, Barbara. And he runs. He runs out of the, the station. He's driving as fast as he can, and, and like, there's something blocking Fred, the road. Go, Fred. Like, I want it to be – I want it to happen for him. Uh, but then, you know, he gets all the way there, and it's just Maggie, and she had the exact same thought. She had rushed home, and uh, she didn't come back. But that's because she's already been back, and my prediction is right. And well, everyone, she might have been back. She – She's been. Back. I I I want. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's, You're the yes, one who caught yes, that. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. True. Um. But that ad, the fact that she was back early, mm-hmm. well, kind of play, messes with the triangulation theory. But either way, why? Well, only if we assume that it's like cell towers that need triangulation. No, but. she she. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna find out that she woke up somewhere that was not Arcadia. She just never contacted her family, which is got which is going to be incredibly hurtful to Maggie. Yeah, and to Fred when he eventually finds oh out. Oh my god, Fred's going to be devastated. Just the concept that she cheated on him was bad enough, but that she didn't go back to him when she came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Ooh, devastating. Um, and I mean Maggie just knew she like as soon as she, it, it all came together, so like she's not here. Mm-hmm. She knew exactly where she'd gone. Absolutely, she's a smart cookie. And now I'm glad because I don't think she's going to go to Maryland after all. I think she's got something to keep her here. I Yeah, which it, couldn't it have just been Marty? <sighs> she and Marty, those dummies, they know that they like each other, but they won't say it. And that whole phone call, I was just like, Come, Marty, you know. Where are you going, Marty? Yeah. You just walk in. Would Rachel, is, I think Rachel, because he's, he's, he's driving up. Route 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that falls exactly. Right. But he's always driving away. Would that be 0.38, like, away? I feel like it would be. Like, they, they from put where her she a died? distance away, and that could be from where she died. That's interesting. Because she died, like, no time passed. So, like, it wouldn't have been very far. So it was relatively instant, yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. I, I'm I'm not entirely sure. And then that's a crazy moment when he just like pulls up and we see that little that red right. dress and it just like it's her all over again. And it we're just kind of like what? But here's the thing, right? That wasn't the dress she died in this time. No, it was the dress she died in the, the first time. time. 
which set of memories is she gonna is she gonna have both sets i don't of think memories? she's gonna have memories of the of the of the second trip around i don't think she's gonna remember it that raises so many other questions mm-hmm. as like the ooh. I'm so beyond stoked that there's all these people returning because it honestly now the show is going to build on the promise of the premise. I feel like finally, yes, finally the show is starting. Yes, set up our main players and let's go into predictions on that because there are so many Mm -hmm. things that could happen now. I mean, next week. So now we're going into spoiler territory for next week Mm -hmm. for the the little preview we got. We saw the military coming in. We saw uh, there are hundreds of them. They have to like put them in a gym now because they're just they they don't know where to put them them and give give them all medical care. You know, do all that stuff. It's, it's there's the, there's a helicopter coming in. Is that Marty's like running away but with Jacob? Like question. ET? Yeah. Does is the government intervention? Does that mean that the world knows or just the government? It's either way. Ooh. We're blowing out the world in a huge way. If I assume, I'm assuming we're coming back for season two. I would like nothing's to think been so. said. Yeah. There's no second book to be for it to be based on. But I don't think we're gonna get all the answers we want in just one episode. Mm-hmm. The, uh, what I think. Um, the gov- it's just the government. It's just the government for now. And I'm going to put this on the board. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just the government for now. By the end of the episode, Marty get or potentially Marty, someone else gets away and leaks it to the world. I'd love that. And then next season is about the world's reaction. I like that. Um, I'm just going to put this question in everyone's brains. What caused all of the people to arrive? Was it always planned to happen at this time? Or was it the disappearance of Caleb or the murder of Rachel that caused them to return? Interesting. It, it was it was it always planned that way? Or did Caleb somehow see the future or like know that it would happen because he disappeared or because someone would die? It's a great question and I'm excited to talk more about it next week. Mm-hmm. Folks, that's going to do it for us here at AfterBuzz for Resurrection. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Matt, where can the people find you online? Uh, the folks can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. And you can also find all of my videos for SourceFed, AfterBuzz TV, and my personal channel on my personal channel, YouTube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. Uh, and you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all those places at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Go on the YouTube. You can find all my AfterBuzz just like Matt. You can find the sketches that Matt and I have done together. There's yep. a lot of them. Uh, I look forward to talking with you guys soon. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.